Are you wondering how you can learn more about food? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Chakula Podcast, brought to you by the Root to Food Initiative, a show that celebrates authentic Kenyan dishes and serves you hot conversations about food in Kenya from an economic, social, and political lens. Semanasi kwenye social media, at Root to Food on Instagram, at Root to Food on Twitter, and Root to Food on Facebook. And now, here's your host, Felistas Mwalia. Hello and karibuni tena to another episode of the Chakula podcast. We have had interesting chats around matters of food in the past weeks. We are continuing with the same conversation, but with a focus on the informal food systems or the informal food sector. I'll be speaking to Dauti Kahura, a social political commentator and all-round observer of Kenya's contemporary reality. Food kiosks or vibandas, as they are locally known, are such a central cog in Kenya's food frameworks. As they are more than just food points, they have become part of our social context where people meet to eat, exchange news, build friendship, and gather sustenance. So, Karibu Sana Dauti. Thank you very much for having me here. I'm glad you managed to create time to join us today. Nice to finally meet you. Uh, thank you very much. My pleasure. Yeah, to set us off, what's your favorite meal? in Kibanda. Nani wapi huko tumeza kuja tukule pia? Oh, my favorite food in Kibanda ni chapati na madondo. Kwa hiyo wajui madondo ni? Madondo in other words it's beans. Mm-hmm. Fried beans with uh, which has some stew with some uh, potatoes to spice up the the stew. It's affordable. Mm-hmm. It's nutritious. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very well done. Where I treat the chapatis. Mm-hmm. The chapatis are very sweet, big enough. I mean I just <laughs> If I take two with a plate of uh, bean stew, uh-huh. I'm good to go at a price you can't imagine at just about 70 shillings. Most people who call this food kiosk Kibandaski mm-hmm. as a way to add flavor to the name. Others call it Kwamade to bring that home connection and okay. others just call it Kibanda. Mm-hmm. You can start us off by painting a picture mm-hmm. for us on what really a Kibanda is and what uniqueness do they have. A Kibanda is a shed. Mm-hmm. Saramshako shed. You look like what you see. What goes behind in that shed? Mm-hmm. Its food is fresh. Yeah. It's cooked as you see it. The food is cheap, but Akibanda is more than food. It brings people together. It's a place where uh, you meet all types of people, big and small. Generally, it's for Kibandas who are started off construction sites. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the construction people need to eat and need to eat good food. So that's why in Kibanda's food is 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 good and nutritious. Chapati, ugali, managu, traditional foods like uh-huh. managu, osuga. I mean, and all the traditional vegetables that uh, uh, you know we know them. So it brings people together, camaraderie. Uh, you, you go there, you meet, you, mm-hmm. you 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 talk politics, you talk social issues, you gossip about these the current affairs. Mm-hmm. So as you are eating, you also mingled. Tunachapa story. Uh-huh. You know, we are beating stories, quote-unquote. Uh, it's a commercial break before us guys going back to wherever they are working. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Work, yes. Over half the population of uh, Nairobi people feed mm-hmm. off uh, Vibandas. They feed off Vibanda because, I've told you, the food is fresh. Never mind the structure. Forget about the structure or the seating arrangement. Mm-hmm. It's not what you would expect in a restaurant. But that's not what takes people to Avibanda. What takes people to Avibanda are two things. It's, 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 it's uh, the freshness of the food, mm-hmm. the spiciness of the food, and the affordability. With less than 100 shillings, you can afford to eat a proper meal, uh, chapati and beans. 
ugali and matumbo matumbo are intestines yeah. or offals yeah uh, with a, your 100 shillings you can mm-hmm. eat ugali and uh, beef stew meat which in any other place you wouldn't get it with a 100 bob it's and, there are, and then, then there are vegetables that are added onto it cabbages traditional uh, uh, vegetables mm-hmm. like osuga uh, managu mm-hmm. kunde yeah. you know and uh, you have a full stomach with just about uh, between 70 shillings to 100 bob it's manageable for kawaida people who work in Nairobi or who wants to find a place to go and eat good food Okay it seems from what you said it seems most of Nairobi food purchases are from the informal food vendors mm-hmm. or you can call them the bandas and that over 80% of consumer food purchased in Nairobi is bought in the informal food sector how has covid affected this informal food sector it did affect them very much because you remember when the quasi lockdown was affected uh, from March 13th mm-hmm. uh, precisely by the government for the next two months all those places had to be closed it therefore meant that uh, people who rely on these vibandas who get their daily meals from this vibanda mm-hmm. did not get a place to eat because other than vibandas any other place food is not affordable and affordable i mean if food begins to be over 200 shillings it then means many of us many of nairobi yeah. people could not eat yeah. and so what happened is that uh, as the quasi lockdown eased or uh, mama vibandas found a way of coming back also to sell food to these people mm-hmm. she again met new challenges and the new challenges were this the people since uh, had also been uh, laid off you know yeah uh, uh, didn't have a place to eat but mm-hmm. they still needed to go and look for work it meant that the only place again they could meet it was a uh, mama vibanda yeah. but again they could not afford the food but as uh, the vibandas found a way of opening up yeah even after the easement of the uh, the, the lockdown yeah, yeah. yeah and, and the curfew mm-hmm. they went back to making their normal foods and these people also found a way of uh, coming back to uh, so basically what they, what you're trying to say is that even after all the losses they incurred mm. during the, the, the lockdown of, period yeah, yeah yes it means that right now they can recover from the economic shock oh they they will in the fullness of time in yeah. the fullness of time mm-hmm. it's not as bad as it was in may and june so now they are coming back uh, the markets have been opened the curfew of hours have been shortened yeah mm-hmm. uh, uh, the lockdown basically has been uh, done away with by the government uh, uh, so what we have is uh, people have gone back to their places Correct. of work uh-huh. uh, so they can be able to again start affording food even though there have been uh, arrears and uh, debts have piled up yeah but, but uh, since these are regular customers uh, the ladies not uh, the, the, the people who run the bandas are not worried that uh, their clients will run away their money but what i believe corona is here to stay yes how so how in your view will our current covid-19 policies shape access mm-hmm. to food and social spaces mainly for casual re- laborers uh, i'll tell you this mm-hmm. and I'll, i'll be very frank they were not observing social distance you will go there and they just eat like, so long as they wash their hands well they at least observe the hygiene of washing their hands is it because of the culture that they used to sit together and eat together it is culture but also they don't believe that uh, they, they, don't, they don't believe this covid it's real uh, we go there into this vibandas and all that oh shes kem to yota mepata covid umesikia i mean have you had any yeah, body yeah. they, 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 they would persuade themselves that ah i haven't i mean i've been seen i mean come on this is it's it's happening to those people there wherever that there is eh? yeah So there was that that camaraderie of of people who who visit Vibandas 
have a way of uh, not believing some of these things. It can be a bit tragic and it's it's and it can be catastrophic. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they just sat normally. They did not social distance. How about right now, now that Uhuru has eased all the Come back to normal. No social distancing. In the Vibandas, I've not yet seen. Initially, they would pretend they are social distancing. And the social distance, like I'm sitting here and, well, possibly uh, there is sitting there. Mm-hmm. But Vibandas by nature are not big places. You know, yeah. yeah. So, when there's free sitting. So, the other social distancing would be, okay, I take my food and then I move outside beyond yeah. the, the Kibanda structure, you know. Because yeah. the Kibanda structure is a small structure. I mean, we couldn't all fit there. You know, people don't fit there. So, you take your food and you go and sit uh, a little bit far away and as you enjoy your meal. Yeah, understanding how important these informal food vendors are and the fact that many Nairobians eat from these food vendors or Vibandas, yeah, yeah. How is the government sp- supporting them, specifically county governments? The government, the county government, any go- whether national or county government, has not, in my best of knowledge, mm-hmm. hasn't been supporting them. How? In fact, uh-huh. the reverse is the true. They have been uh, levying these people taxes. They pay taxes on a daily basis. Maybe in future, the government, with the county government, mm-hmm. will have to... Uh, find a way of factoring this uh, big uh, economy because uh, uh, this this Vibandas serve uh, very many people in terms of uh, their food uh, access. Mm-hmm. But right now, in my knowledge, I, I don't think uh, the government, any government, whether national or county, is doing anything to to factor in or see how they can work with this Vibanda. How are they treated specifically with Kanjo? No, very bad, very bad. Part of the reason why these structures are ramshackle is because they are not allowed to build a permanent structure, ah, even a yeah. descent. That's why they, they, they look like hovels. They just look terribly bad because uh, the bylaws do and not yet allow. And they have a lot to offer. Of course, yeah. you, you can imagine the kind of econ- the econ- their contribution to the economy, the many people they feed. Eh? And so their structures, we call them informal structures or whatever, vibandas. Eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The equivalent in English is shared because they are not allowed to put anything. And so their relationship with the county government Mm -hmm. is adversarial you know they they, they are seen as uh, people who are not supposed to be there in the first place so they are harassed by the the the, the local authorities in terms of uh, being asked to pay bribes if they have to continue existing the the county government actually relationship with this vibanda is predatory because mm-hmm. they predate on them. Yeah, instead of helping them, yeah. they predate on them. Because the bylaws, I mean, and these are colonial bylaws, yeah. do not allow uh, for the existence of these Vibandas. It's so sad. It is indeed. How do you think Kenyans can come in to save this system? Mm-hmm. The fact that many Kenyans actually eat from Vibandas. Yeah, the only yeah. way they can come to is to plead with the county government to, to factor in eh, mm-hmm. this unstructured economy. This is what you would want to call informal mm-hmm. income economy. If they could be, there is a way that the county government would factor in and, uh, you know, recognize them as legitimate places of eating. Eh? Mm-hmm. And, and then... Uh, because the only way the, the, then uh, the, the people can help is to say, look, this is where we come to eat these places. Please, can you allow them to be legal? Because they operate as... Illegal. Uh, yeah. uh, they operate but illegally. Do they don't pay licenses? They do, but still, 
I mean, they are still not seen as um, how am I gonna put formal, oh, yeah. like part of the communal like place where people go to eat. You, we can see it. You know, the first place would be to be allowed to make nice sheds. You know, yeah. for example, a big one with the, with the nice places to sit. They may not be chairs, but I mean forms, and you know, yeah. and it's a you know nice little simple, yeah, simple but decent. Mm-hmm. Even that they are not allowed because. The law, the bylaws, the city bylaws, for example, which have told their colonial, do not recognize that kind of. So we'll begin by first changing the bylaws so that then we can have these uh, sh- sheds. Mm, okay, interesting facts. To take you back a bit, what accounts for the high popularity of food kiosks mm. or ribandas or mm. the informal food food sector in Kenya's urban spaces like Nairobi, mm. Nakuru, Kisumu, and maybe Mombasa? Great question. Ribandas mm-hmm. started in areas where there was casual laborers, like industrial area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the 1970s, industrial area was mostly owned by Mwindis, the Asians, who run the factories. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is casual laborer. So, I mean, you can only pay so much to a casual laborer. You never afford to go to a proper restaurant. Yeah. So, uh, these women uh, came with an ingenious way of bringing in, coming in with the food and setting it outside. Uh, the factories oh, and so, yeah. uh-huh. uh, so once they are released for their lunch time they would go to these women who've carried their food in huge baskets uh-huh. and uh, so people would see it and they would start food was cheap and it was fresh because she's made it in her house so uh, the food was good and nutritious yeah. mm-hmm. but uh, it became tiresome so the people told her look why don't you just set some shit there yeah. and start cooking there oh, yeah. uh, with uh-huh. firewood uh-huh. We, we you can collect firewood around here you know so that's what happened so by and large um people could not afford to eat in, in restaurants remember anything beyond i've told you 100 150 200 bob because you're being charged to for the seat and for the space we can't afford so people would go to these uh, vibandas mm-hmm. and sheds because they provided affordable food many of the people in nairobi are wage laborers yeah mm-hmm. as a wage laborer you can only be paid so much yeah and so you can only also so afford so much to eat and you need to eat anyway mm-hmm. i mean for you to be productive you must eat something yeah so this is how they started. So they started off construction. And then there was a lot of construction sites around uh, Nairobi. Uh, I mean, in the industrial area. Mm-hmm. And, and all this upcoming uh, real estate. Where were they going to eat? It's yeah, the Vibandas. Yeah, sure. uh, so the Vibandas provided food. And by and large, it also became a GST. I mean, mm-hmm. there are some sophisticated Vibandas. I mean, uh, one of the most famous uh, Vibandas were of uh, Serena. Mm-hmm. We used to call it Serena B. Uh, because people couldn't afford to go to oh. the Serena. <laughs> So the Vibandas, yeah. uh, Procession Way, you remember Procession Way? Yeah. Procession Way was the Vibandas before it was uh, uh, constructed, just directly opposite Serena. So we would call Serena B. And so people would go there with the, a bit sophisticated Vibandas. So with your little money, about 100 bob, 120 shillings, 150, you did your Ugali and tilapia, Ugali and fish. Ugali and beef stew, you know, in a nicely place with the, some shed. shed yeah. Yeah. Shared, nevertheless. Yeah. Yeah. So th- that's how they grew. And so uh, some people have transited those vibandas, uh, like uh, the Kosewe food. He started in Kaloleni with a kibanda. For real? Yes. Yes. Vibanda. 
he worked his way through. He came to railways. The other big bandas were at the railway station. Yeah. If you can remember along there, those were also the bandas, but a bit sophisticated the bandas. Then there was some arrangement with the city council. Mm-hmm. They would pay uh, some money to the to the city council. Mm-hmm. And now look at Kosevi. Then Kesewe transited to Kameo in the right in the CBD in Kameo building and next to Nation Center. Okay, he interesting. Yeah. So Kosewe is an example of a person who started as a Kibanda. Yeah. So so Kibanda people went to Kibanda who were seen as not sophisticated, yeah. not as educated, people were not as a the cuisine was not uh, you know sophisticated the, class. The, the class you know all this thing yeah. but but now uh, this food has been uh, mainstreamed the bandas have been mainstreamed yeah for sure they have been mainstreamed even sophisticated people visit yeah whatever your definition of a sophisticated person is mm-hmm. go to the bandas yeah. i go to wakibanda i'm not saying i'm sophisticated <laughs> The, the bandas have been mainstreamed food because uh, then they also serve uh, but part of why the food in the bandas is attractive is that the food is it's being cooked as you watch never mind it's being cooked in the open yeah but but you can see it being cooked it is fresh food in restaurants uh, and uh, people who eat in restaurants must excuse me for this sometimes the food is not fresh often times the food is not fresh because of customers no it's put in the uh, freezers they need to defreeze the chicken if for example then the chicken that is eaten in the bandas it's a kuku kienyeji it's, it's it's original it's kuku that has been eating it's it's not a, there's a term for it it's not tethered so it's 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 meat may be tough but it's very sweet and yeah. very nutritious so in your estimation or yeah. in your assessment yeah. can we say that vibandas have long replaced the family dinner table mm-hmm. as a space for nutrition and bonding Uh, in a way yes because nowadays i see people mm-hmm. uh, buying chapatis for example of vibandas they say look instead of uh, making going through this uh, laborious uh, work of, of making chapatis yeah. why don't you just go and buy them from mama nani yeah, yeah. you know yeah. so in a way yes so they, they 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 also the people buy like chapatis the best is chapatis and uh, and and, and uh, beans sometimes eh? mm-hmm. where you know beans also has a process of you have to boil it and yeah uh, yeah but the kibanda uh, from the kibanda mm-hmm. they'll do all that for you so you go and uh, you can buy in the package and also people eat yes a lot in kibandas they eat people have uh, have stopped viewing kibandas as a place where you would not want your friend to see you yeah uh, you know yeah. i used to have such friends uh, that they don't want to be seen in a kibanda in a kibanda you know it doesn't mean if you go to a kibanda you're that poor. you're poor you can't yeah. afford food in a yeah. restaurant it, that's not what it means yeah. it just means today i just feel like going to eat to mama nani i think i want to eat uh, that tilapia from lake victoria yeah. and brown ugali which often times maybe it's not served in these restaurants they serve white ugali And if it's served, it's expensive. It's very expensive and yeah. it's kidogo. And you know, in, in, when you eat in a kibanda, you can always say, I did not have enough. Please give me. And they oh, will. Yeah. 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 Like ugali, you can be given an extra piece of ugali, you know? Yeah. So, so Dauti, as we, as we wind down, yes. now with all this hygiene and social distancing rules, how yes. do you see Vibanda's coping with these new COVID-19 measures? Well, they'll have to... They love to up their game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they love to create uh, social distancing, and they also have to. I mean, many of them like they, 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 they at their extra cost. They have they've been buying sanitizers. 
for people and in the water so they are spending more water oh, yeah. yeah it it was not factored in and they have not yet increased the prices so they I, I, I guess they'll have to find a way of coping uh, as we because like you said it's covid-19 is not going away yeah. so they'll have to find a way of uh, you know leveraging uh, their clients as they increase their hygiene and uh, you know distancing social distancing thank you so much dauti we've reached to an end of another episode of the chakula podcast asante sana i hope we'll have another session probably in akibanda one of these fine days not a problem and many thanks for hosting me thank you for joining us on this interesting conversation see you next time make sure to visit our website www.rutufood.org where you can subscribe to the show on apple podcast or soundcloud at chakula podcast so you'll never miss a show while you are at it if you find value in this show we'd appreciate a rating and review on apple podcast or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show that will help us too thank you bye